0: Welcome back to Let's Finally Watch It, where we watch the movies that you guys probably saw a long time ago, but we failed to see. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan.
1: And I'm Clark Knows.
0: And uh, hopefully I'm going to jinx us, but you might hear my dog lady grimaldi in the background who's being quite vocal about how excited she is to be podcasting and movie watching today but yeah mm, she's so excited
1: she's very excited to watch mean girls has she watched mean girls do you think no i don't that no. with
0: me uh, maybe of her past owners but... maybe
1: but that's doubtful i mean yeah who uh, knows
0: uh yeah so if you yeah we're, we're watching mean girls today which oh, i shit. have seen yeah, I just, no i like it yeah, i like it okay. i think if they click the title they know what it is yeah uh, yeah you no know. spoiler really <laughs> i always
1: forget about the internet
0: uh no surprises on the internet um but yeah you have not seen mean girls
1: i have not seen mean girls actually yeah it, it was funny because when you came uh came over i was listening to uh we were just talking mm-hmm. about this i was listening to a playlist called oh four this came out in 2004 yes, it did. and then i was i was like so i haven't seen it and i know why i didn't see it is because around that time that was probably like peak Oh god, I guess I was like twenty two, twenty one, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, probably twenty one, and so I was not. Uh, I was mostly in bars, yeah, and clubs. So, and a movie
0: about high school. I mean, if you already didn't watch movies in high school yeah. while you were in high school, I don't know why. As like a twenty one, twenty two year old, you'd be like, "Yeah, now's the time for me to start watching all these high school movies." <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I mean, like all these. When you are, I don't know. It, it's almost like somebody was talking about. Or I was thinking, like, in the future, I think a lot of movies are going to be about the pandemic or whatever. Right. But somebody was saying, like, oh, like, maybe, like, 20 years from now, but I don't think anytime soon, I think everybody's bummed out about it and nobody wants to talk I about it. I hope so. Well, but yeah. but that, that's what I'm saying about, like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're in high school, like, the last thing you want to do is watch a high school
0: movie. Or when you're just, far, just out of it yeah exactly it's like, exactly. I it's those like trauma wounds. My, yeah
1: my goodness i mean even though i had a great i, I honestly like yeah i think you had more a healthier
0: than, uh high school experience than probably yeah. most people i know yeah
1: i was in like a million clubs right and uh yeah i was president of the film club which is funny Do-la-la. um but yeah i i at it, it, this time when it came out i was probably God, I was probably like knee-deep in all the indie flicks that were coming out around that time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good ones around that time, too. Oh, yeah.
0: I want to say like 97 to Mm 2005-ish. Had amazing indie darlings, for sure. So
1: there was like literally no...
0: (laughs) Incentive. Yeah,
1: incentive for me to, to necessarily watch it but you know are it, you
0: a tina fey fan i don't know i am if I know yeah that. okay because she's the one who wrote it and that's what and she's in it too
1: right and that's that's the uh selling point that usually people tell me yeah and i'm like and Lindsay lohan like the thing is mm-hmm. i mean this is probably before all of her i think tabloid yeah exploits. because
0: she was in um another movie that i think we might be watching over the summer the parent trap that was like her big right big debut and then she kind of went away for a while and then she came out with um freaky friday which was like a year or two prior to this and that's when she really became the mainstream staple that like really solidified her in pop culture and this was about a year later and i think within the next year or two some things were unraveling for her because i mean i don't think her personal life was ever good her family life yeah sounds traumatic as hell
1: (laughs) as as with a lot of child stars absolutely
0: and i think it didn't take too long for things to crack you know on the surface if you will um visibly publicly whatever you want to call it and i like that we're watching it in a time where Lindsay has not made any bad headlines in a while like she Mm -hmm. seems a little more settled she got married kind of recently i think she's in her Mm 30s so it's nice we're not watching it yeah. through a tragic lens which can sometimes happen with older films oh, it's almost right. 20 years old and she did have a troubled past so <laughs> yeah it's kind of nice that like oh we're not gonna be watching it with like a sad hit
1: yeah exactly you like know. i don't really uh you know what because even when that was happening i told you this like i think when we were talking about like british jones diary mm-hmm. you're telling me all this stuff surrounding it yeah yeah i wouldn't have known yeah, I there's like literally right. no way i would have known i know it was on like perez hilton i never i don't think i've ever once logged into perez hilton good for you i wow. i just that's amazing i never had any interest in it mm-hmm. my main internet use especially this time was music seeing people fall um the Chloe Chauvinier videos with Drew Drogi and like that's that Mm -hmm. was my internet around that time so I wasn't really looking scouring the tabloids so I would hear stuff about like Lindsay Lohan or whatever all these people were and stuff I just was a different world literal different world yeah yeah
2: that's
0: wild yeah what are your expectations I guess going into this watch
1: um so this is yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah. I know it's going to be funny. The thing is, yeah, I think on paper, if I didn't know that Tina Fey yeah. had written it or mm-hmm. whatever, I would have been like, yeah, probably not. This would mm-hmm. probably be not the movie for me. Mm-hmm. But I know that Tina Fey, especially because like I, I do like 30 Rock, mm-hmm. and I do like the episodes where she goes back to her high school, like when oh, she has yeah, her yeah, yeah. reunions and she finds out that she's the mean one. <laughs> yeah, um, Which is kind of funny because it might be a, sequel to this, kind of, in a way. I think
0: so, or she mined a lot of um, material, I think, from... Because she admittedly was a mean girl. Like, she said she wrote this movie maybe not exactly based on her high school experience, but I think, like, the tone of it, or, like, the vibe of it, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I'm uh, far enough from my high school, even though, granted, it wasn't traumatic for me, but, like, it's like, God, I don't even know what to... Uh, analogy i can make like oh i'm a coal miner and i don't want to watch the coal miner's daughter yeah. i guess that's not good because no, it's I, a completely different story but i, I yeah. get what
0: you're saying though there's more objectivity the further mm-hmm. removed you are from something yeah you know right. um for sure i'm excited to watch it too for kind of a similar mm-hmm. reason this is one of those movies that i like when like did you I first? When i saw you... it in the theaters actually oh
2: wow yeah
0: okay. um and i mean i liked it fine And I don't know when the last time I saw it was. I think I've seen it two or three times. This is not a movie I've seen like a thousand times, but I've definitely caught it on TV before or maybe watched it with a friend at another time. I like it. I don't love it. You know, a lot of people cite it as like, oh my God, it's one of my favorite comedies. I don't necessarily feel that way. And I'm excited to maybe try to figure out why. I think some of it is some of the reasons why you didn't like teen movies or see seek them out you know like Mm -hmm. i'm not too far removed from this age bracket when it came out and uh you know i don't ever like being preached to what it's like to be young just like you know you you, you've Mm -hmm. said with past teen movies that's part of it with you and i think there is something about quote-unquote girl comedies that i for some reason, like, I love Romy and Michelle, for instance. Like, I oh, love man. a lot of female-driven comedy. I stayed up way too late in the 90s with my mom uh, watching, like, Sybil and Murphy Brown. Like, this is not... Yeah. This is not
1: Susan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. Like, um, right Veronica's city. Closet, Veronica's even. Closet, you know what yes. I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it, it's like, there was actually a weird amount of female
1: yeah. comedy
0: in the 90s that I've, like, kind of realized in recent years. But something about, like, popular movies... I I don't know what it is like mean girls and bridesmaids for instance like I both like fine but I don't love as much as most people do and I think it's because it's about girls fighting and it's such a overdone thing in culture that girls are catty and mean to each other and that's mm-hmm. just not how I moved through I'm not saying I didn't have a mean bone in my body because I, I did um, but in terms of like girl culture I've always been someone with a co-ed friend group I've always had healthy female friendships. So there's just something I don't I, I think that's kind of at the heart of why I'm like, oh, I like this movie, but it doesn't speak to me the way it maybe speaks to other people. If that sure. makes sense. I don't know. But I like it. It's definitely and I'm I'm curious to see it as not that I haven't seen it as an adult, but just older, different set of mm-hmm. I, I definitely haven't seen it in five years.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And a lot can change with your point of view in five years. So uh especially in these times. So I'm. I remember it. I don't think anything's going to be a surprise, but I'm curious to see how I'm going to digest it upon a rewatch.
2: Yeah,
1: for sure. And you know, I think there's been a lot of. Um, 2004 doesn't seem that long ago. It's but almost think, 20
2: years ago. It's yeah. like January. 6th well, I mean, where, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is a
1: long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. But culture-wise, it's a very long time ago now. Culture-wise, it's 50 years ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think it ages too poorly from what i'm remembering of it like i don't i'm sure there's a few jokes where it's gonna be like oh whoops sweet and i know tina fey is not always the most racially Mm -hmm. sensitive comedian so i'm wondering if there's something buried there that i'm not remembering but um I feel like it weirdly is a little more timeless than you would think for a movie of this air because it's not a gross out comedy a la American Pie. I know, so that helps a lot. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, any cerebral anything is going to have a little more, you know, nuance that's timeless. I think, but we'll see though. Maybe I'm in for a surprise, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's very. I think if anything, the fashion's going to be very 2004.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean... one
0: of the moms of one of the characters is going to be very. Uh, i'm gonna not tell you who it is so you can be surprised but like think a mom trying to be paris hilton in 2004 mm-hmm. like it's right before there was the real housewives it's definitely a, a vibe so yeah, you'll see
1: what sure. i'm talking about <laughs> okay yeah i don't and i don't even yeah i don't even know really who else is in the cast it's and... a pretty
0: stacked cast of both snl people sneaking yeah. in but also people that went on to become very big movie stars that were 20 at the time. So mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty it's yeah. a pretty good cast. And
1: the, and there's some memes. Actually there is a literal meme page that I follow on Instagram that's um I think they just put uh mean girl quotes mm-hmm. over classical paintings. Oh, that's funny. And I I have no context for it. I yeah. it, I do think the quotes are very funny. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, I I mean, I, I'm obviously, I, I I don't think they updated as much as they do, mm-hmm. uh, th- as they used to, but I just remember being like, oh, that's so funny. Yes. Like, these lines in themselves are just hilarious. So, yes. I'm like looking forward for, to You're that. You're going to definitely
0: recognize a lot, because I feel like this is one of the more quotable movies from right. this century, like, you know?
1: She, he Doesn't Even Go Here is from here, right? I don't I think know actually one. I
0: don't I don't remember that one offhand um possibly
1: he asked me what the date was and it was yeah. like yeah that's yeah. this movie yeah 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 so like there's uh it's definitely some stuff that I know about it but yeah I'm
0: uh so we're watching it now too it's so in culture it's almost not even worth putting off past four months into our podcast because yeah, like, let's finally sure. watch it for sure because it's there's a lot of things that's just in culture because right. of this movie
1: you know, I know you have your big ones that people tell you like all mm-hmm. oh, you need to watch. This is literally one of them. Like Yeah. From my my because sis, my sister loves this movie mm-hmm. and I yeah, I just don't know. I I I don't know how I skated by. Not watching yeah. it. So, well, yeah.
0: That's why we have a podcast. We both have too many examples of that. So, yeah. are we ready to finally watch it?
1: Yeah, let's finally watch it.
2: All
0: right. Clark and Grim are going to watch it for the first time. You were so good. Thank you so much for, for calming down. Thank you. And I'm going to rewatch it for the first time yeah. in kind of a while. So,
2: we'll yeah, be back in a flash. Your...
0: And we're back.
1: Yeah, we're back. What do you think, dude? Um, I really liked it. I, I thought it was very funny. Yeah, Mean Girls is one of those things where it's not like, uh, yeah, it, it's not forgotten for sure, you know, mm-hmm. like it's quoted kind yeah. of often. And like I was saying before, I, I followed a meme page where they took quotes from the movie and they put it in to find yeah. art and so like i know so when i Send watched that, by it the way. <laughs> yeah okay i'll let you know um and it, it, it would it would just be so funny on its own just the quotes yeah and um but then yeah you're right like there's some really heavy hitters in here i didn't know it was so i mean this was basically an snl movie yeah because uh, michael's
0: produced it too yeah
1: yeah i mean definitely like letting the kids take the center stage and everything, but, like...
0: It was basically, like, a Tommy Boy, because, like, that wasn't based on SNL characters. It just had SNL people.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, You
0: know, yeah. I, it, it's the high school version of that, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's an SNL movie, basically.
1: Yeah, it was great. I forgot um,
0: Anna Gosteyer was the mom until, like, right before we hit play, because I was only clocking uh, Tim Meadows and Amy Poehler when we were mm-hmm. in the preview, but I didn't want to... You know what I mean? Like give away all the characters. so sure. I was like, oh, that's right. We're about Sienna Gasteyer.
2: I forgot. Yeah,
1: and she's great. Like underrated. Underrated. Know? I remember when she used to, uh, uh, delicious dish on SNL when they were on was NPR. That with Molly Shannon.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: That was literally <laughs> still one of my favorite sketches of all time. Mm-hmm. And also, again, Tim Meadows. In so anything. underrated
0: now. Like, I mean, it like, is. I know he had like a career. I'm not like acting like mm-hmm. no one ever heard of Tim Meadows. But 20 years after this movie, like, where's he at? Yeah, I mean, he's he, so charming in this movie. Like, so
1: he does pop up. I do, I do see him all the time. Actually, one of my favorite things that he did relatively recently is, um, so uh, every year on on New Year's Day they have uh, the Rose Parade mm-hmm. in. Uh, Pastina, and they, uh, during that one, uh, during a couple years ago, a few years ago actually, there was, uh, it, oh, it was Will Farrell and Molly Shannon, and mm. they played these completely different characters.
0: Oh, I may have heard about that. Yeah, Cord
1: Hosenbeck, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, was,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah, and
1: it, it was so funny, and Tim Meadows was the, the man on the street, <laughs> and he it it was just... It was brilliant. I really thought it was so funny. And I've never seen Tim Meadows just not deliver so hard.
0: There was one part in the movie, I'm now forgetting what it was, where I just like... Audibly laughed because yeah, mm-hmm. his delivery was so good. I wish I remembered one of was. It was
1: the four o'clock. Like, we're going to stay here all oh, night. Right?
0: That's what I want. And, and then, then they're like, like we, we can't keep him back legally... four. <laughs> yeah,
1: we legally have to let him go at four. Okay, we're going to stay until four. Yeah, but he didn't he miss
0: a beat. He didn't yeah. react. Like, it was just so mm-hmm. deadpan perfect. Yeah. Uh, I was like, wow, that's why that works. He's such a good comedic actor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes to the credit of the the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it oh, really yeah. did a great job of casting all these mm-hmm. um the cast was wonderful um yeah
0: it's definitely not one of those movies where we're gonna be like mm, who would we have cast instead of this person like 100%. we have some movies no this is not one of those movies. yeah
1: exactly and i think yeah Lindsay lohan and to be honest i don't i think the only other thing i've seen of Lindsay lohan's mm. is was the <laughs> really bad biopic Biopic that it was the where she played Elizabeth Taylor.
0: Oh yeah 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 uh, D- Dick and Liz. Or yeah, I watched that with yeah. my mom when it came out. Who, by the way though, I thought okay the movie was kind of a disaster, but she was such a dead ringer for Elizabeth Taylor I for me. Qu- they look so much yeah. alike to me. Like if you put a young Elizabeth Taylor up against a young Lindsay Lohan, like mm-hmm. disregard the hair color, it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, like, a similar skin tone. They have a similar mouth. They have similar, mm-hmm. like, uh, symmetry. They both have some freckle. Like, it's just, like, yeah. it's... I, I've always thought they looked alike, so...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Good casting on that. Mm-hmm. And she was good in it, too. And so, yeah, like... She's a, um, good, she's
0: a good actress. Say what you will about her, but she's a good actress. Yeah. She really is.
1: And, and it's... And I think, like, we were talking about, like, I... Missed all of... I mean, because I knew that there were, like, tabloid stuff Mm -hmm. about her. But, like, I didn't really... I don't care. And I still don't care about things like that. And like, I think now people are looking back on it in hindsight and like, Oh my God, we were so mean to Lindsay Lohan. she
0: was like 16. Like she was doing and, and through her twenties, but like she was doing stuff that was illegal to be fair. I don't think she was the nicest human either to be fair. That's true. Yeah. However, she was the byproduct of incredible, just family, emotional and verbal abuse. Best case scenario. I'm not actually convinced that there was another stuff going on there. And she had so much pressure on her at a young age being such a star and I'm sure she was the breadwinner and you know what I mean? Like that's a lot for a young person to handle. I Mm -hmm. think it's one thing to call out bad behaviors. It's another thing to like crucify someone for being young and have, you know, and still learning. Yeah. That's where I kind of personally draw the line. Yeah. So.
1: And it's weird because I almost kind of see it as being a, um. A kind of a reflection of like the way her life does end up going like yeah because I, I i don't think she was like that before but i think it really was the people that she was hanging out with you know paris hilton and kim kardashian and stuff like weren't they friends or whatever i don't know
0: about kim but yeah paris and britney and Lindsay mm-hmm. had a moment the three of them and th- yeah she was just like a hollywood club kid yeah So whoever was around at that time oh yeah, yeah.
1: I believe that one of the, like, the controversy controversies that I do know about, mm-hmm. and this is only through, like, my cousins or whatever, but they used to go to a club called Club 17 or something. Mm-hmm. And it was for, it was, like, a 16 and over club. Oh, goodness. So, it was, like, a really weird, and I think they had to, like, divide the club between two halves or whatever. Sure. And, um, because there was a side. So, like, I think that she would... Party there. And yeah, she shouldn't have been doing all those, but I think yeah, it just it just is really sad. But you know what? I think she is trying to like clean up her life at the moment and stuff. There's um, been
0: no bad news about her for several mm-hmm. years at this point, which she, I'm going to take yeah. as a good sign. So And
1: I think the most I've heard is that she inexplicably has like a completely different accent. Like Yeah, she kind of pulled think,
0: a Madonna and went British yeah. or something. Yeah, I or think that's like what that. it was, but I might be wrong cuz yeah. I don't follow her too closely to be fair. I've always been, like, uh, I've always respected her talent, but I was never, like, a diehard. shes she's-my-favorite-actress yeah. type thing. Right. So yeah. I always go for obscure favorite actresses, like Joan Cusack or something. <laughs> I love character actors. i am not yeah. never been one to be, like, 16 and, like, the hot 16-year-old on the CW show as my favorite actress. It's always, like, who's the funny one? Who's the character? But yeah. I've always respected her, though. Mm-hmm.
1: And she's great in this movie. Yeah, flawless. You know, I thought she was very believable as being like, okay, like not getting it. And I I, I really, every level of that, like, oh, I'm new. I don't know.
0: You can see the confusion in her eyes, like Mm -hmm. the wheels turning. It wasn't just like, I'm feigning confusion. This is what I was taught in acting class, how to look confused, like contort this muscle. No, like you can... She is Katie. Like, she really was raised in Africa. Does not understand uh, social American politics.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, and, yeah, so kudos to her. And
0: convincingly got mean, too. Which I think, what I like Mm -hmm. about this movie is that there are so many people that are good, and it's not that hard to turn bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not. We all have bad in us. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of us need to go through um, some kind of phase where we go a little too far over on the pendulum before we can even out, you know, and that's true, whether that's at adolescence or at another time in your life. And so it was like a weirdly grounded movie where it's not plucky and earnest, but it's relatable and human.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because she's not
0: a bad guy. She just had a bad year and she's young enough where that means something. Because I was thinking about that, like when her and Aaron kind of got together at the end, I was like. but she was so toxic but I was like oh wait but you're seeing this through the lens of like a real adult if like if this happened as an adult let's say can you imagine if somebody uh, did a burn book for like the upright citizens brigade crowd or like Mm -hmm. the indie comedy scene that person no matter how sorry they were they'd be cancelled forever there'd be no second chances as an adult they wouldn't get the love of their life back like or whatever but in high school you can have a phase you can have a bad phase and turn it around it's not too late (laughs) kind of
1: yeah, I guess so. I kind mean, of, more I guess, so. Yeah. I don't know
0: if it's, like, across the board in either case, but I think as an yeah. adult, it's way... People's walls go so up, and you don't give as, get as many
1: chances. Yeah. Well, I think also I, that may just be... Because in high school, you're just stuck with everybody unless you get expelled. There's that,
0: too. But I think you're also just open-hearted, and mm-hmm. it's the time to figure out if you can give people second chances. And oftentimes, yeah. they're more worth it than... Mm-hmm. Later, because sometimes people just are who they are when they're older too.
1: That's true. That is true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that that is kind of interesting. And when we we're watching it, I was like, you know, it does remind me of like Machiavelli's The Prince. Yeah. Where, you know, it, of course, like, so we'll start off like she, you know, she. Interesting that she's coming from Africa. Mm-hmm. um I do think that that was an interesting. I don't know how necessary that was.
0: It kind of fed into the idea that all of Africa, the entire large continent, because they didn't even name which country. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, there's already this false information into to some people that Africa is a country, not a continent.
2: One hundred percent. So there
0: was no specificity about like how rural the country was because, like, there are developed cities. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in Africa. Uh. So yeah. So
1: she had to have been in it. Like, I get that she was on safari most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. I mean, Nairobi is a huge yeah, city. Like, right. there's a really good college there. Right, like, right. The Lagos, and there's, like, so many places in Africa that are, like, huge Absolute cities.
0: South Africa, um, Cape Town's a fashion capital, for, right. for heaven's sake. Yeah, It so, yeah, it felt a little lazy writing, I, I guess. But I guess, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um,
1: but I think it was one of the only ways that they could equate you know these, yeah, yeah. These people who are um, uh, coming from, you know, the understanding because we are animals. Yes, but like understanding from like animal an animal point of view, mm-hmm. how you would fight. Right, right. But the thing is, is like humans fight, mm-hmm. but just in a different way, and it pro- mm, in yeah. a lot of ways it hurts more. To be honest, yeah, you know? agreed. Um, but yeah, I. I, I so I thought that was interesting. So I guess you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the uh, yeah the whole school. I I don't know where it was set. Was it in a
0: Chicago area? Oh, like Chicago, the, sub, area. the suburb okay. of Chicago. Okay, yeah. interesting. Evanston, Illinois. I think that's a real place. I'm pretty sure. My mom was from Chicago, so mm, yeah. And with it makes it. sense being an SNL type movie because the second city and that is where both tina fey and tim meadows they went to second city chicago specifically so
1: and isn't tina fey's from chicago no
0: she's from pennsylvania like
1: me oh shit she's from
0: i think kind of close to where jen grew up our friend jen actually kind of closer to there than to me maybe it was is she from westchester like Jen, or is she from near westchester there's like this whole stretch of like the philadelphia area because i'm from one side of it I don't understand like the other side of it as well, so it's mm-hmm. um, just far away enough. I don't know it like the back of my hand, but Upper Darby is that where she's from? That's yeah, that's where she's from. Upper Darby, I think. Okay, yeah, PA. I've heard of that. Yeah, but she Ridiculous went to thing. she ended up in sec. I forget why she ended up in Chicago specifically, but she um, second city trained, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's Where she got her start?
1: Yeah, but anyways, yeah, uh, like I because I, I really was wondering because. It did seem kind of... Well, no, I guess it didn't. Because like, all the teen movies that we've been watching mm-hmm. have all been like... California, usually?
0: Well, no, not what really. I think Pie? only she's all that. Because American Pie was Michigan. Pens- uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you're, you're right, though. Um, never mind. Can't Hardly Wait was Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, Can't Hardly Wait was Pennsylvania. Now we yeah, have a mind. Chicago
0: heavy hitter. Was there another teen movie that I'm just not thinking of right now that we've watched... The um, only
1: reason that I get confused, mm-hmm. well, this one I could tell it wasn't, but the classrooms being outside because I know that that's
0: that's a southern state or California state thing. Yeah, do, yeah.
1: Because like I, everybody that I know went to high school in a building. Yeah. Um. Not I, the only really a school that's really like that is the one, uh, the John Marshall. Mm. that they always make yeah, 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 yeah. in chicago you right, know right right um, it's a big brick yeah
0: yeah it looks like an east coast building
1: yeah. yeah it looks like an east so that's the only one that's around here oh so that that's they should build another high school that is <laughs> one building so they could film but i guess john marshall's fine enough it also seems for me like as a californian yeah. it seems because even colleges that i that i would go to I guess they would have big build. Oh, they would have build, but like for the most part, everything is like usually spread out. So like sometimes watching movies mm-hmm. or uh, TV shows where they're inside, mm-hmm. I'm like that's so claustrophobic. And I am not an out. You know me. I'm not an outdoor person. No. But it's just like really claustrophobic. Like oh, you just stay in doors all day.
0: Yeah, because you don't get snowed on or rained on. Yeah, or have exactly. to put a coat on. It's great. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And, uh, speaking of getting rained on, uh, the queen bees are the other, what, what are what is plastics? The, the, pl- the plastics, plastics. That's what they're called. Yeah. They were so fun too. I mean, Regina mm-hmm. George and, uh, uh, Gretchen, which is
0: Myers and Karen Smith. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm just like, that's so weird that they're, uh, Uh, Gretchen? What what? (laughs) Like like, that's not
0: everyone's got a hot Gretchen in their life,
1: Yeah. That's such a weird obviously named after her grandma or something. But (laughs) um but I thought I thought that it was it, it was really fun to see like yeah, the different dynamics of I mean, there's definitely, like, shades within, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the jocks, the popular people, Mm -hmm. and, like, the kind of, you know, the freaks or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. what her best, or her friends. First friends, yeah. Yeah, the first friends, which I thought they were so fun, too. Yeah, they were really
0: well. They did a really good job. Um, What's -hmm. her name? Lizzie Kaplan, and I forget the guy's name who played him, but uh, the guy Mm -hmm. who's, quote-unquote, too gay to the function.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and yeah he he was great yeah he was a scene stealer like
0: my eyes always went to why isn't he is in more stuff there's a few people in this movie we were kind of talking uh right before we filmed but like we didn't mention him he's someone if he was the next big comedy star i wouldn't have been shocked i'm actually more shocked that he really doesn't pop up a lot i'm sure he's been in other stuff i just haven't seen it but he should be a household name because he was just such a scene stealer
1: funny yeah like janice has
0: her head out the sunroof and he's stealing the scene yeah and i love lizzie kaplan that's not a diss she's also very captivating too but like who is this guy like hollywood call him (laughs) yeah
1: what else is lizzie kaplan
0: she um she looks a little different uh because i know the name yeah i know she was in new girl for a while uh she was in party down um, oh, okay. Yes, she's yes, been yes. in other movies. I'm not giving her at all enough credit, but mm-hmm. she's just she's around. Like she's just I've, one of those people. yeah I
1: know I've seen her in a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. I wasn't I didn't clock that that is Lindsay Kaplan. Lizzie. Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. Wait, sorry, I have Lindsay on the brain, I guess. <laughs> um but yeah, the uh <laughs> Lizzie McGuire comes up first. Oh, okay okay yeah she does look so different outside. yeah of they styled the... her
0: really differently and i think she also kind of got a little bit of like a hollywood makeover and lost some weight not mm-hmm. that she was ever big to begin with but she got at least like 10 years ago she was pretty way so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm not totally sure what her journey has been but yeah she's definitely a, a capital w working actress though like pretty mm-hmm. respected too so yeah and for her and this is one of her first roles i think yeah. Not even not like first cuz I think she was in an episode of Freaks and Geeks too, but that like doesn't count, yeah. What? <laughs> it doesn't count. But I mean this was like a pretty big movie. You know, I think this was one of her mm-hmm. big like big big roles. So. Yeah.
1: Right. And okay, looking at her things, I've seen her so many times just Yeah, yeah just that's what I mean
0: capital W her. working actress. Mm-hmm. Like she's yeah. definitely around.
1: Mhm. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I yeah, I I thought that juxtaposition, and both both groups were very charismatic. Mm-hmm. I thought very you know, watchable, very watchable. But it does really show you. So like what I feel from it, and you know, I mean, this is obviously the moral of the story. But like, when you do things out of anger like that, when you mm-hmm. play games like that, mm-hmm. it it will backfire on you. Oh yeah, and it might
0: last for a minute, but it yeah. doesn't last for forever.
1: Right, and, you know, like, because, you know, I've I've had friends in my life that would play games like that, mm-hmm. and then they end up, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, you wonder why, you know, like, this person's not friends with you anymore. Right. It's because you talk shit about everybody all the right. time. Right,
0: right. Or you, yeah, like, always are putting yourself in a position of power, or you're mm-hmm. always, um... It's also, like, I think with any facade, too, like, people can get Mm -hmm. away with having a facade, whether it's having, like, the perfect marriage, or they want everyone to think they have the perfect life, or Mm -hmm. they have, like, you see it in Hollywood a lot, too, where a lot of people take fake it till you make it to a really insane degree, where they act like they're so much more successful than they are. Mm Mm-hmm. And eventually that catches up with you too. I think anything you do that's not authentic in life, whether it's literally being mean and manipulative or whether it's like putting on a facade of any kind, things, it might work for a second and it has a little bit of a look of success, but it catches up with you in Mm -hmm. one way or another. It never doesn't.
1: Yeah, and it's so true. And it's, you know, I've... And I relatively, I, I stay away from drama like that or yeah. at least try to same you know i've known people yeah i've known people who just like play games Yep. and it's like we're adults like you I know. know that that's not yep a thing like i, I don't I know. know i you don't need to be doing this or whatever Cause well, like yeah. i literally broke or like soft broke up with someone mm-hmm because she one one day she said you know if i didn't call people or if people didn't call me i would never call anyone and i was like you know what i'm going to test this yeah and then i didn't call her and guess what we never we didn't really talk for years huh like literally
0: It's interesting when people, like my, it's so interesting. I don't know if I've had a romantic equivalent of that, but a platonic equivalent. I've been paying a lot more attention since uh, we all got vaccinated to like the people I have met post-pandemic, if you will, because a lot of people tell you who they are without you asking them. Mm -hmm. For those, like I have an exact anecdote. There was a guy, a platonic guy that i uh sort of was getting to know i hung out once one-on-one but we mostly just knew each other through friends and he mentioned at one point like yeah i don't really ask people to do stuff much people are always down to invite me to do stuff but like i kind of just go with the flow and he's making he thinks he's coming across very easygoing and people like him and like he was even couching it more charming than i'm giving it credit where he was just kind of like you know, I, I like to do stuff. I'm just kind of shy or I just don't know how to reach out or he tried to make it seem like an adorable quirk or something. But I remember being like, oh, he's a really nice person and I'm having fun with him and all. But nope, I'm not going to try to be this person's friend because I already have to do too much emotional labor in my own yeah. life. This person is telling me that we're not going to be friends unless I invite him out. And guess what? I haven't seen him mm-hmm. since the one time we hung out because he doesn't reach out.
1: Yeah. And that and that and so friendship over, I mean like yeah. no no hard feelings, yeah but that's like fine, you know, you know, but I'm
0: glad he told me exactly who he is, actually, yeah. but I'm like, cool, if I see you around delightful company, not meant to be a friend though,
1: mhm-, yeah, one hundred percent, and you know and and that kind of happens a lot, especially you know, especially amongst like l a people too, I mean, sad to say oh
0: it, that's such a common l a attitude mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, yeah.
1: Which is weird. It's mostly perpetuated by people from out of town. Oh, and same. he is.
0: He is.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, I don't... And and nothing, ag- nothing against that, but then some people are like, well, why, why is this happening to me? And I'm like... Well, yeah. You literally... Your thesis.
0: It's like even the people that feel justified, whether it's playing games or whether it's putting a certain image out there, if they feel like they're not going to get caught doing what they're doing... What they don't understand is a lot of people might not put two and two together like, oh, this is a game or, oh, you're being really fake. But when you get past a certain age as an adult, you start to maybe not everyone, but I think some of us, a lot of us get used to kind of listening to our instincts where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this person's really nice and all. But something's not adding up about this person. And if you can't figure it out, you kind of move on. You know, yeah. and I like I look at some people like there was, um I don't know, like there was a case of like this girl I knew that was just very into um, really making it seem like she had this killer comedy career when she really didn't. And I worked on a web series with her. Uh, we happened to be on the same web series, I should say. And she was promoting it all the time and it happened to be on Amazon Prime. But it wasn't an Amazon Prime show. It was like a really crappy, like terribly edited, terribly shot, crass, kind of embarrassing show. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't proud to be on it. I just wanted the IMDb credit, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm on an Amazon Prime show. And me and some other people on the show were like, you idiot. Like don't couch it that way. Say you're on a web series. Mm -hmm. And if people want to know, say you can find it on Amazon Prime. She's like, no, you have to sell yourself. We're like... But people are going to go to the show and, and then, see what a piece of shit it is and not take anything you say seriously ever again.
1: Yeah. Be
0: humble. You're on a crappy show. It's fine. We're all paying our dues. We're all new to town. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, like exactly. And a lot of people don't like her for these exact... I don't know how her career is going. I haven't kept up with this person for reasons, but anytime her name gets brought up in a room everyone hates her Mm. it's like one of those things because she's just so disingenuous and all about herself maybe she's a good person deep down but she Mm -hmm. lets everything else rule the roost it's a little different than high school girl politics but it's like hollywood politics aren't that different (laughs) so i i stand by my comparison
1: (laughs) no and that's why that's why like you know that's and I mean that kind of goes back to what you were saying if somebody had like a burn book like mm-hmm. that person would just move back to Idaho or whatever or wherever they're from, Yep. but I also don't think that anybody in their right mind would write down all of their crimes, like I know. why would you even why would you even make a burn book? I know, and that's the, the I mean there's just why there's just no reason to. I mean, like, especially, like, sharing it a- amongst, like, four people that, mm-hmm. you know, could turn on you at any point, you know.
0: I don't think they thought that through, though. It's just, like, but that is a thing that sort of seemed the least realistic to me. And it's, like, not even that big of a complaint. But I think a lot of people who are... Um, I guess that's status of high school. I don't think they're sitting around making diary entries, if you will, about people that they don't like. Like, yeah. I don't think they're, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think people talk about people behind their backs, but I don't think they take the time to make like an arts and crafts book about it. Right. Yeah. I think cool kids are too busy doing cool kids stuff. I know. That's, uh, that's my only kind of note of like the plot that I'm like, well, but I mean, I don't know though. I, I, I wasn't friends with people that would do this mm-hmm. and so maybe yeah. I'm wrong.
1: And as we were watching the movie, I was even like, holy shit. I mean, no wonder why her grade slipped. Because mm-hmm. she is spending so much time. I mean, granted. But did you
0: catch those? She still was doing all the correct work. She was just putting in the wrong
1: answer. answer. So he... she
0: was still doing it on purpose. Yeah. She... But
1: also when she was at the science or the math, the math lead mm-hmm. uh, thing, she was still rusty. Yeah, that's true. So that's she true. did. She did lose focus. But man, those were some really good mathletes actually. But yeah, the guy, he was so bad at math. Like yeah. Aaron everything Samuels, he's yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad that they called it out. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, no. This is not good. This mm-hmm. is not very good at all. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, it, it was weird you had pointed out that it was during the uh prom like that the math mathletes were meeting up. And I used to be in the Science Olympia, I used to be a Science Olympian, and that was during the daytime, At I think we went, we had to go to Northridge, from West Virginia all the way to oh, Northridge. Wow. That's insane. That's
0: pretty far, yeah.
1: I forgot how we got there, but um. also it was very cool mm-hmm. in high school, and I want to <laughs> reiterate that, uh, if you guys thought I was a dork or a nerd at all. He clearly in high
0: wasn't. He was on science olympiad, guys. Not at all. Like, come on. He's like the fonz. I was like
1: super cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like that she did get her redemption at the end.
0: Yeah, it was a nice redemption cuz it was sincere, I think too. She was a smart person, so she started owning that she was a smart person. And then not everyone who says sorry would have made that speech, which was so funny cuz I even turned to you when she started giving a speech cuz this has come up in past teen movies where, like, I kind of went to a bizarre high school where it was just sort of small, you know, and so I don't always understand all the normal tropes of actual high school life. And I turned to Clark and I'm like, do prom queens usually make speeches? Because, like, that's new to me. And you're like, no. And then Tim Meadows <laughs> jumps in and is like, uh, you're not really required to make a speech. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but, like, that is a sincere apology. to To me, this is my definition of an apology that I live by. If you apologize to me because it's convenient, like you bump into me at a party and you're like, by the way, I know I was really rough with you or I know we're fighting, but I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'll sort of pretend to take you at face value because it's like less dramatic to do so. But I don't think you're really sorry deep down if you're just saying sorry when you see me. If you take time to actually seek me out, whether it's call me or be like, can we get together or even just text me? I know you're sorry because you're doing it because you you're choosing to you know what I mean like you're you're sorry enough to make it an active apology and that's what she did she did not have to say anything she literally was not required to make a speech and she was like yeah. I'm gonna say sorry and I'm gonna say this isn't even mine this is all of ours
1: right exactly that's and pretty I, sincere yeah and I thought I thought super cool super mm-hmm. cool like that's yeah Especially in such a public forum. And especially since there was a lot of times where she was so cowardly, especially uh-huh. towards the end. Yep. You know?
0: She was messing up a lot right before that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it just did not look good. And, you know, at the at the end of the day, it was part of the culture that she was just yes involved with. Like, it was, I think that whole school, like, it's, and I, I did like that they went through that because I think... So I think there is a sequel to this, but I I was going to say, like, I think an interesting thing would be like, and I think they did a little bit, but they explored each click.
0: Yeah, what the dynamics and problems were and stuff. Well, for sure, because it doesn't have to just be about popular girls in 2004. I think any, anytime you're coming of age in general, but or anytime you're new in town, even as an adult, there's going to be hierarchies. There's going to be like group mentalities it's a story about understanding who you are and not mm-hmm. letting your values slip away because you're trying to assimilate. Yeah. You know, cause she wasn't even trying to fit in. She was trying to assimilate. Yeah. You know, she, she really was just trying to figure out how to be a teenager yeah. in America. Like it wasn't just peer pressure. It was like life pressure in a way. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm out of my comfort zone. I guess this is how we life here in America. So yeah. they were, they were as much as it's a little clunky, the whole quote unquote Africa background, I mean, it is a good plot point to just have her not have any exposure to American culture.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. But I mean, like she would have been, she would, she did herself such a big disservice to, you know, spend so much energy Mm -hmm. being negative. Yeah. But
0: sometimes you gotta make that mistake to know for For sure sure it's not for
2: you.
1: Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I think that definitely being homeschooled will do that to you. you absolutely.
0: Know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's why a lot of homeschool kids like, and trust me, I know some who are exceedingly normal and somehow just are naturally very socially graceful. But I've also known some that have run a spectrum of not being socially graceful and they don't know it. Uh, right. I've also seen some be like pissed that they were not exposed to some of this stuff when they were younger and just learned stuff by osmosis versus as a 25 or even 35 year old, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah, yeah
1: it's the it whole thing. Well,
0: right. we all fall for the wrong things sometimes and fall behind the yeah. steps. So
1: 100% why,
0: that's why this movie works. I think actually,
1: yeah, I do. I think that that's a, uh, a definite. Yeah. Yeah. It, It really does. um, I don't want to say it's like inevitable that you would have to be in any sort of pain to learn that lesson. I think there are people who do learn from other people. Yeah. Mistakes. But I think for the most part, yeah, you kind of just need to go through it sometimes.
0: I think most lessons are kind of learned through pain, too, though. You know, you always learn more empathy at your darkest moments. You. um. Learn more about just the context of what people say when they say life is hard, you know, like that right. always takes on new meanings every time you go through something new. And um I remember when I was in the seventh grade, I had some friends that were kind of not unlike this. They were just mean and talked behind people's backs all the time. And then it felt like it felt like at one point it got turned to the the queen bee, if you will, would start to make fun of us to our face. And right um i can't be too specific because this is actually believe it or not someone i'm still friends with to this day but when i was in the seventh grade i was like no i'm done i I don't want to hang out with this group anymore and somehow we were able to find each our way back to each other me and this like queen bee person but i left the mean group in in when i was like a 13 year old Mm -hmm. and never looked back because i was mean for a little bit but i was like no this is not I learned that lesson very early. It was like two months of sitting at the cool kid table. I was like, I'm out. I'm fucking out. I don't want to do this.
1: Yeah. And it's so weird. Like, I, I guess my school was so big that we didn't necessarily have like Mm -hmm. the mean girls or yeah, I I don't know. Like, that's why this does seem a little bit foreign to me.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, even though I went to a large school, I think it was so big It was hard for anybody to be.
0: That's so funny to me because, okay, so being from a small school, um, because it's a small school, you kind of know everyone, even though there's cliques, you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I feel like because my my dad actually grew up in the same town as me. And so I had a lot of family friends that went to my school because like a lot of my dad's friends had kids relatively about my age. And I feel like all of those kids were like relatively popular or at least athletic and stuff. And I was just kind of not. <laughs> and uh, But I've always been friendly with those kids and because they were family friends or practically like cousins. And I feel like I've heard almost all of them be like, we went to such a small school. There wasn't cliques. There was no hierarchies. And I'm like, because you guys were pretty. You guys were athletic. Like, no, that was not the case for all of us. And there were echelons and there were jock bullies that beat up nerds and like you know like stuff like that at least from where i was sitting but um i can see how in a big i've always wondered that how a big school because like how would you even know all the kids well enough to know who's
1: 100%. the popular one.
0: you know what i mean like so i'm like i think in a small school it kind of does make more sense that there would be like a clear this is the girl that everyone wants. This is the mean girl. This is the guy everyone wants. Like, whatever, yeah. you know?
1: And every once in a while, I think more in middle school for us, mm. that was the case. Like, for sure. But, like, I think once we got into high school, everybody was doing their own things. Yeah. Because, like, I'll probably be honest, like, the group of metalheads at my high school is probably bigger than your entire high school. Like, wow. um, you know, like a hundred kids or so, you know? Uh,
0: well, we had, like,
1: i'm I'm joking yeah. but I mean, yeah al-
0: we had almost 100 kids per grade it was like 80 yeah. 70 to 80 yeah,
1: yeah so like we, we you know the clicks were just so massive and there's also like i think more so than um, and more so than not was like i i had i had my science friends i had my theater mm-hmm. friends i had my band friends right i you know and i know in particular like i was in a lot of different clubs and everything so i had to navigate all those um yeah. but like pe- people were not uh, very sure there were some people that were strictly sure with their group or right, their, right, their, right. their or the their... cliche
0: of what you would expect to find with that crowd or whatever yeah yeah
1: but everybody was kind of just because it was so massive like oh hey like I'm friends with also this person. Like I had friends like mm-hmm. in middle school and high school and stuff. They were like straight up Cholos. And we were like mm-hmm. best friend. We were like best friends. See, like New
0: Hope could be a little like that too. Cause there's only so many people. Like, I think I said this in the American yeah. pie episode, like everyone played band. Like some of the most popular right. kids play- were in band. Yeah. Like that wasn't when I say I, I now make fun of myself for playing clarinet in the band. Cause I get that it's culturally, I guess kind of funny for whatever reason, but like, it was not some embarrassing thing. It was every walk of life was abandoned yeah. choir. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it, yeah. like it, I think that is the human experience. I don't think so few people are walking cliches of whatever they right. represent. Yeah. Even as a friend group, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and they were, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's interesting seeing it like that, but yeah but Uh,
0: while we're on the topic of friend groups this this sort of pinged for me this has happened in i think at least one other movie that we've watched and i know there's some reference to it coming up to us building up to not another teen movie um okay i admittedly am from a town that's like diverse in some ways we were pro gay rights before that was a mainstream thing but it's also very white for the most part like it maybe every grade had a black person or an Asian person. Like they're really, it was a very white town. It just, I think it still is even to this day. I'm not totally sure, but I think so. And when I watch these teen movies, there's often like an Asian click, which like sort of stands out to me more than like a quote unquote black click. Cause a lot of times, at least with like storytelling in the early 21st century and before, there would be a a token black player in a white clique. So I think that's why the Asian clique kind of – not that they never do a black clique, but the Asian clique thing like really pops for me because it's so – no pun intended, like just very foreign to me. And it's very – but it's very confusing because I'm like, is that how it is to be in a bigger school that's a little more diverse? Like do people really stick to their own – because I went to college where like there was – I went to a very international, I went to school in Miami, which is a very international city, more than most cities, I would probably say, in the country, like English is barely the first language of that city. And in college, there was so many different types of ethnicities and and people from literal different countries going to school there. And everyone was friends with everyone. So I know in college, people didn't necessarily, quote unquote, stick to their own kinds. But I'm being from a bigger high school in California, where it's a little more diverse in a lot of ways anyway. Like, is there any truth to that? Or is that just, like, weird Hollywood BS? Like, I'm just very confused. Like... Um,
1: I... I mean, in my experience, there... There were some... Mm-hmm. But rarely. Right. Like, there there was definitely a spectrum.
0: Sure, sure. And...
1: Um, but it would but usually i mean usually it would be a language thing sometimes because like okay. i went to sc- because my school was mixed and actually the next the neighboring high school was walnut mm-hmm. and walnut i think at the time was the most diverse school in america oh wow so there i i would say in there were specific friend groups mm-hmm. that were like that. But as far as like, you know, all the metal heads and stuff like that, I, I, I could tell you all of the metal heads, it was super mixed. Okay. And and not to say that people didn't like try to stick, but it was. The But the thing is, when you do that, it's like, oh, shit, this is kind of annoying or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to just I stick with these people just because like i mean because i can't imagine going for you know whenever i go abroad i hate seeing americans to be honest sure you're trying um,
0: you went away to get rid of them yeah <laughs> yeah
1: exactly so like there, there's a certain amount of that but i think it was you know there's a lot of like you know people that have emigrated to mm-hmm. america newly mm-hmm. so i think like yeah it was more comfortable for uh, you know, just language wise or cultural, and being wise. able to
0: relate to maybe what other people are going through. Yeah. yeah,
1: So there was some of that, but they were never isolated. That right. that never happened. You knew right, you, you knew them. You know, you, you know, with with within most of the friends group, it was pretty mixed.
0: All right, yeah, because like the whole that made me a little uncomfortable in yes. the film, uh, especially since like. I mean, you bring up a great point with immigration. It's very possible these two women that got into a fight that happened to be Asian would be fighting in like a native language, you know, versus English. But it also just felt like a gimmick to um,
1: have an otherness. Yeah. Yeah. Be
0: like, see, girls fight in all languages, which, like, whatever. But then they dropped the N word in another language, which I didn't remember that at all. And I Mm -hmm. was like, whoa. Whoa. I even said that out loud. Yeah. (laughs) The subtitles came up. I was like, Because that was also a thing and actually I don't want to give too much away but not another teen movie kind of makes fun of the way we represent minorities and like kind of blend minority culture and it's actually pretty well done what they do. And uh, there was a thing with like I feel like even recently people have been like, but if you're a person of color but not black, can you say the N-word? Like, I feel like I've seen that debated in recent years. Oh,
1: yeah, you know? for And it's sure. like,
0: whoa, like, you know, like, I don't know.
1: Right. I mean, because there is also, uh, this is a really weird thing, but in, I think it's Thailand, they're obsessed with um, Mexican, It's they call themselves Mexican gangsters. Mm. But like they look like cholos, right. they have lowriders, they wear they have shaved heads, mm-hmm. they wear oversized clothes, and it was weird because in watching I like there was like a a documentary about this you know subculture in yeah. Thailand or whatever, and I remember being like, is this offensive? Because right. if white people were doing this, this would be bad. Pretty bad. Right, or relatively right, relatively Right, right. But even so like even when I was going to school, there were plenty of white people that were cholos. Yeah. So like um but anyways, yeah, is it better because Yeah. Yeah, so that does get sticky. It just it I mean, made me uncomfortable. <laughs> well like, also, I mean, Tina Fayel, to be honest, hasn't been the greatest as far as
0: No, as terms of racial humor, no, there's definitely been yeah a couple things like
1: she's definitely a product of her time for sure Yeah, I don't
0: I, um hate her I, I don't think she should be canceled I sometimes depending on what we're talking about mm-hmm. I understand I think comedians in general should be allowed to make mistakes you know what I mean sometimes it's good to we're, we're not always going to get it right right like we're gonna mess up and i think that does have to be a part of a dialogue when we talk about these types of things but she's done a few things that have been amiss when it comes to race specifically and i think pretty across the board most people raise their eyebrows at certain things like i don't even think i we you brought up this example um before we started filming but um I wasn't even as eyes wide open. I was in some ways more than some white people, but maybe not to the extent that I am today in terms of just, yeah, eyes wide open with like microaggressions. And I remember when uh, Kimmy Schmidt came on and then they made Jane Krasansky's character, Native American. I was like, Oh, I mean, I get that that's like unexpected and they're kind of going for like, we've never seen, a native american become a real housewife of new york type thing but also she's not native american and uh, this is a little long close. no 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 and it's like i understand they wanted to work with jane again and they probably just shoehorned this in but that was probably not a good idea it wasn't a good idea so like again i wasn't even like looking at it as critically as i would have now but i was like, mm. And it was a cool story that they told because they brought up throughout the series like how much the Native Americans got screwed. They were actually telling it through a collective lens, but the vehicle was wrong.
1: Exactly. You know, and that's
0: a nuance that's important to bring up. So it's like Tina Fey, I don't think she means to be so daft sometimes with this stuff, but... I I think sometimes when you get super successful, you you tune out all criticisms as haters talking versus some mm-hmm. of it being constructive, which yeah. I understand. You have to like not you you'd fall apart if you listen to every criticism. Of course,
1: especially so, in comedy, yeah.
0: So part of me kind of gets it, but a part of me is like, mm, well, mm, do better too. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm I'm it's sticky to me, but it's mostly room. a no for me. Like it's, I'm going to oh, put that on record. It's yeah, no, but 100%. it's like, I get the I get the human error that's happening, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't like to tar and feather unless someone's being super blatant, and I don't think she's trying to be, which is yeah. why I'm trying to be compassionate, but like, it's just never, every project of hers has something. Yeah. I think that's what it is too. Yeah. If it was just a one-time thing, whatever, we can all have a mistake, which is kind of how I started this, but there's mm-hmm. been a few. There's right. been several actually.
1: Exactly. And so. I always uh you know, especially when you're trying to be um or make a social commentary and then you fumble yeah. on that, you know, yeah. because like I mean that's that was one of my biggest problems with avatar in general was mm-hmm. I Knew what they were going for, and I liked what they were going for in that, in you know, the yeah. environment is important. Right, right. And and that is one thing about... I mean, I know, I know we talk shit about James Cameron all the time. He is a monster. I get it. But he <laughs> Do does... That. He donates so much to conservation. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, he's that softens huge, me slightly.
0: Okay.
1: You know, he's a huge... I mean, that's part of the... Re- I mean, yeah, and that's part of the reason why he's, you know... Uh, he goes on his expeditions to the bottom of the ocean blah 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 Mm -hmm. um and i get that's what that movie was about but the way that they did it they did it with a white savior actor or whatever and yeah it's kind of a dumb yeah uh, way of doing it and and then yeah like yeah just making comedy about the other is just not fun
0: especially when this is technically a feminist comedy it's telling you how not to be a mean girl let's lift up other girls Mm -hmm. or at least not terrorize them you know what i mean and and then to have to punch down in other ways yeah it doesn't mean you have to be perfect but you probably shouldn't punch down yeah either and
1: also remember those two asian girls mm-hmm. slept with the teacher right
0: and there's also the asian stereotype exactly. of like uh objectification of asian women 100%. so yeah it was a it was a i think it was a blind choice i don't think it was intentional but there was subconscious probably like oh yeah sure the asian chick because of exactly what we're saying you know was probably part of why that was cast or mm-hmm. i don't know it's just um
1: yeah so i thought though yeah I thought that, that wasn't was shitty, great yeah. no
0: it wasn't great
1: actually now that i'm remembering about the teacher thing like i'm yeah like, that's a, act, no that's, that's, a that's a good call
0: that's a good call no 100% a good call um yeah it's you know that's the only that, but that would honest to goodness though be my only real complaint watching this again cuz most of it i actually liked more mm-hmm. as like a real adult versus yeah. like a younger adult um Probably because I'm a little more removed from it. I can kind of understand what it's doing more. Parts of it were funny. And like going back to race though, even though he also played, I think he was uh, Indian, the mm-hmm. mathlete, the main mathlete guy, uh, South Asian though, either which way, he <laughs> sort of was encroaching upon a lot of black culture. You know, he was a rapper. Sure. He, he kind of talked like uh, a lot of the stereotype of black people at that time. But he's another one. Where is he? He was such a good performer Mm -hmm. that, like, I wasn't completely, like, annoyed at, you know what I mean, that, and um, I like that they made him not nerdy, nerdy. Yeah,
1: for sure. Like, they could have made that
0: worse, so it's like, I'll allow it. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because
0: he was, seriously, the whole time watching, I'm like, where is this kid? He's incredible. Mm -hmm. He committed so hard to that role, and yeah he's the reason why I like that role I don't think in the hands of another actor I would have cared for that role but right, yeah where are you at I didn't look up his name I should but mm-hmm. I, I hope yeah. I hope he has a career maybe in something he's in there. he wants to do
1: yeah it's hard to fill two hours of movie or whatever but like don't go for those no those cheaper There's things just no, and then, write what because, you know yeah and like but I think he was a good example I thought he was like he I thought he was well yeah he yeah. didn't have an accent oh my god thank yeah. goodness right like, right yeah
0: and he went for Janice at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I, Which I is
1: very that, cute. Yeah, But yeah, all together, pretty good. I only have like a couple more notes. What uh, are they, sir? So teacher, the uh, teacher's having a second job. I thought that was very interesting. It was pre-pandemic, or pre-recession, pre-Great Recession. Yeah. And, um, but I know it was from her divorce, but uh, I was saying that mm-hmm. there's a movie called The Other Guys, and one of the main things is about... Mm-hmm cops having to take like a second job because of uh you know uh the great f- recession yeah they lost all their 401ks and blah 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 and then also one of my favorite lines of is any, anything is uh marijuana tablets what are <laughs> marijuana tablets we both
0: like chuckled hard at that that was
1: really funny what i guess there are
0: yeah i think there is a brand edibles. called like protab or something and yeah uh you can get mints and you know like yeah. gummies are kind of tablets, tablets when you think yeah. about it but that
2: <laughs> where would we even what are
1: marijuana tablets <laughs> but i always like to i always like when people use wrong vernacular for like drugs oh my it... god
0: so i lived in um colorado when we became both medicinally and recreationally legal which were about i think four years maybe eight years apart i forget and uh My brother, who uh, was living in, like, the Philadelphia area Mm -hmm. where we're from at the time, told me, he's like, yeah, everyone, what's it really like there? I'm like, no one cares. Like, no one, it's not Amsterdam. Like, no, like, it's, everyone voted for this and everyone has chill about it. Like, no Mm -hmm. one fucking cares. And uh, I was getting... Word from like everyone that, like, the, the just the way the news was reporting about Colorado was like completely not like everyone was like high in the streets. Mm-hmm. And, and my brother was like, Yes, one reporter said, Yep, everyone's out on the sidewalks, all potted up. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's yeah, not a phrase. I <laughs> you uh, dumb yeah. Journalist, like, that's not what you oh, say. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's it is so funny. And to be honest, like, if I ever make fun of anyone, mm-hmm. like, as a joke. Cause I always say like wind up, yeah, um, oh, that's funny. I'm all wind up. Uh, that's
0: so I can't believe that's not a bigger phrase. That's hilarious. Yeah,
1: it's genius. And then like, uh, yeah, and you know we'll we'll make up like jokes like, oh, do you have one of those marijuana cigarettes or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it is, it is very funny, to, especially like t- from coming from teachers. I mean, and that's that's one of the funny things about this movie is they really do a fun dynamic between the teachers, yeah, trying to be cool and trying to be you know mm-hmm. not to harsh anybody's mellow, but they're teachers. They're the the adamant, yeah. yeah. Which is, like it's like weird because like at the time, I could have i i knew my at least knew my generation ish or yeah. whatever but even then not really like now that i think about it because like sometimes i think i'm really old where i'm mm. like i don't know about this or that right right, right. but i'm like oh i was old yeah in high school as yeah well. so um yeah so I, I think that's funny and i almost think leaning into it is a lot funnier mm-hmm. um but anyways but yeah i like that and then what was the other one. Oh yeah, old people can make jokes too. And th- that that kind of goes to that is mm-hmm. like Tina Fey was like, "Oh, it was a joke." Yep. Old people can make jokes too. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. But anyways, that was um That's all I have to say about that.
0: I think it was funny. I think my only things that we missed was just that, like putting foot cream on someone's face. I don't think is nearly as scandalous as they thought. Like that was a dumb choice to me. Like lotion is lotion. Like there's definitely some parts that are better for some parts of your body than. But it smelled
1: better. Yeah. Yeah, and it backfired backfired, because it was
0: pepperminty, and the guy liked it. But Mm -hmm. I was like, foot cream's not going to like fuck up your face. Yeah, like it's it's probably not at least if you're not already acne prone or whatever. Um.
1: And also, yeah, they're making her out to seem so fat, Mm -hmm. Rachel McAdams. And I was like... No, she was just curvy,
0: like the way they put cushions on it. It was like... On her. Yeah. I mean, but it was also 2004 and being anything outside of... like That's why that mall store... I think it was a... uh, I'm not sure about this because I think it may not have been a nationwide... Well, no, Tina Fey would have known it then because she's from where I'm from. There used to be this... A mall store called 579 and they would only sell junior sizes 579. Wow. And so I think that's what the 135 parody kind of was because it also was a more updated because like clothing sizes change give or take every decade or so like th- people love to be like Marilyn Monroe is a current size 14 or 12. It's like no 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 she was a 1950s 12. Yeah. I am a 1970s uh, like a uh, 11 to 14 and i'm 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 a zero in Mm -hmm. modern times Yeah. so marilyn monroe is a modern like two four six somewhere in there Mm -hmm. um so it makes sense that tina fey especially since it's a parody and you want to make it more extreme would do one three five but that also does check out for like early 2000s um you know we were still kind of in the heroin chic era we -hmm. weren't out of it yeah you know, and the, it was the epitome of a skinny privilege, and that's yeah. the only way to be beautiful. So, for the time, even gaining that much weight would unravel a character like so, her, yeah. which is sad. Yeah, it would have me because I had well, I had issues, so that was different. But I mean, like, I don't like how relatable that is, but you know, it's mm-hmm. yeah. It was a time in life, you know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I'm
0: glad that there's definitely a wider range of uh, be- beautiful bodies nowadays for people mm-hmm. to relate to, for sure, right. and feel good
1: exactly. about.
0: Yep. But also, Amanda Seyfried. I just want to talk about her before we wrap up. She did such a good job. I think I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't think the first times I watched it, I really cared too much about her character. I was like, oh, dumb blonde. I was probably being dismissive or whatever. But now that I know what a great actress she is, because this may have been her first... Mm-hmm. huge role i don't know if she really was. this may have been her big break actually and um i was like wow she plays vapid so well mm-hmm. yeah i just she's I acting know. yeah she was her really and, good uh, lacey chabert oh well. yeah, she, yeah was she was great too yeah h adams is great yeah yeah so just the whole cast was mm-hmm. yeah. great. yeah mm-hmm. oh yay
1: yeah, it's shit's coming up on the twentieth anniversary.
0: I know it's nineteen years old, which is crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah, good, good one. I liked it, and it seems like you liked it pretty well. So
0: yeah, I liked yeah. it more than I think I did when I was young. So yeah. um next week we're gonna watch Edward Scissorhands, which I have not seen. Mm-hmm. So that'll be yeah,
1: that'll be a fun one.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: I mean, it's not. I don't think it's necessarily a fun movie, but uh, it's good.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna like it fine, but we'll yeah. talk more about that in that episode. And I,
1: yeah, and I like the Sarah that era of Tim Burton. So you know,
2: I
0: would, yeah, I guess that would be a Tim Burton. I think I keep forgetting it's a Tim Burton film. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, cool. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, and you can find me at Blairsaurus Rex on all social media. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm uh, Clark Kinez. Other Clark on other other. Things
0: <laughs> on social media, on, on yeah. other life stuff like on the internet. And we have a TikTok, let's finally watch it, and a YouTube, let's finally watch it, which we'll be back. We used to have full episodes on YouTube. We're not going to be doing that anymore, but we will be back with fun little movie trivia, you know, tours of uh different fun locations in Hollywood, as well as like quick mini discussions about some of the stuff. That we've seen in the movies itself. So, um we are going to be revamping the channel. No TBA for when that will exactly be at this moment, but if you have not subscribed, go subscribe to our mm-hmm. YouTube because fun stuff is coming. So, at, let's finally watch it TikTok, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Please and thanks. And please yes. subscribe, review, share with your friends. Mm-hmm. We'll love you forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay. Thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.